Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, welcome to today's episode of Strong Men, Strong Marriages, how to develop more empathy for your wife. So if your wife's saying, man, you just don't have much empathy, or you know, maybe you're just realizing, yeah, I really don't connect much with the emotions of others. I, I don't seem to really care that much. I tend to tell people to just kind of deal with it and buck up. Um, this episode's for you. Hi, Achieving Men. Uh, we go here a lot. We kind of have a hard time accessing emotions in ourselves. That makes it hard to access them in others. So and that's what empathy is. So today you're going to learn some great tools and, and skills to do that. Uh, my name is Mike Frazier, MD. I'm a psychiatrist and marriage coach, and I help high-achieving Christian men have more intimate marriages. So guys from, uh, wins from guys in my program this week. So guys are, they're doing this. They're sharing emotions at a deeper level, both on their side, being able to share what's going on with them better, their thoughts and feelings better. And also their wives are opening up to them more, um, because these guys are being a lot less judgmental, being a lot more open, learning to listen better. They're developing this deep emotional intimacy, which is so cool to see. Um, guys are spending time together as a family. You know, in some situations, it's, it had been a while since they had done stuff together with their wife, with their kids. And, you know, the guys are spending that time and having it be really positive, really powerful guys that are, that are separated or have an in-home separation or things like that, or, or making the, those family times happen, which is so amazing. So cool to see. Um, guys are having courage to have difficult conversations. So, um, guys come into the program where, yeah, things are okay in the marriage, but they just want them better. And a lot of times what has happened is the guy is having a hard time bringing up difficult things like money, sex, in-laws, parenting, religion, housework, or time doesn't quite have the skills to do it. Um, kind of afraid to do it. So guys are doing it. They're having these conversations and moving the relationship forward in really powerful ways. Um, guys are having increased emotional and physical intimacy. A lot of times guys, another good reason to practice empathy is, you know, it does tend to lead to more physical intimacy when you have that mental and emotional intimacy. Um, which you'll learn some of those skills today. Uh, for me this week, a lot more hugs and kisses from Elizabeth. It was something I had kind of shared with her was important to me. And uh, it's been great. You know, she, she honored that request and it's been uh, a lot of fun for me. So as far as what you're trying now to have empathy. So first we need to define it. So the, lots of definitions, the, like the, the Greek word means like in a suffering. So you're like in suffering with somebody. So feeling with them, um, sympathy from the Greek word suffer together. But for the purposes of this podcast, you know, it's really just being able to relate to the emotions of others in a caring way and even being able to, to feel what they feel. Um, so really being in another person's shoes is another way to put that really kind of experiencing things as they experience it. To me, empathy is really a spiritual experience. Uh, it's almost like you connect soul to soul when you have that real empathy with somebody where you can really understand what they feel and you get it and it just hits you. Um, you know, I see it happen with guys when we're talking and 
you know, they come in there. Uh, yeah, I guess I could see that. I guess I could see that, it, you know, their wife saying, you just don't listen to me. And they're like, yeah, I, maybe, but I feel like I really do listen a lot. And then we kind of go for a while and, and, you know, try different things until you can see it happen. You can see it happen on their, on their face and in their body where they're just like, oh yeah, that would be hard to feel like your husband never listened. Or like for me, one of the stories I shared kind of feel like, oh shoot, like I have you know, kind of not just not listen, but also kind of throw my wife under the bus a lot in our marriage and man, how'd that probably make her feel rejected, um, abused again, feel like she didn't have a way out, that kind of thing. Like when you really get it, you just feel different. It's a, it's like a, a spiritual experience. So that's what we're really going for. Um, but I kind of get ahead of myself. A lot of times we're not trying it that way. We're just trying like, oh yeah, you know, I heard on this podcast, I should just reflect back continuity mission. Oh, you probably felt sad when that happened. Or, oh, you probably felt mad when that happened, but you're not actually like in their experience. So maybe you're trying that. Maybe your wife even told you, Hey, you don't have much empathy. She just told you straight up. Um, and maybe you're kind of noticing and you kind of agree with that. You're like, yeah, man, you know, I, I don't really care about other people's emotions that much. And I don't really like that, but I'm not sure what to do about it. Um, Maybe you've read something about narcissism and how, you know, it's hard for narcissists to have empathy. And that's kind of scary for you. You're like, Ooh, you know, I don't like that idea. And maybe, maybe your wife's throwing that at you too. Like, Hey, narcissists don't have empathy or you're, you're a narcissist. You're, you're not. If you're listening to this podcast, um, not say you don't have narcissistic traits, uh, which like lack of empathy is one, <laughs> but, uh, there's, there's reasons for it. And we'll go into that. Uh, there is hope for you. It's not a lost cause or anything. It's a skill you can learn. Empathy is a skill you can learn. The other thing you're probably trying right now is taking more of this kind of like a buck up and deal with it approach to emotions. So, you know, your kid comes home mad. Hey, don't act like that. You know, don't yell. Don't yell at us. Don't yell at your mom. Stop that. Uh, your kid's anxious. Well, just, you know, deal with it. Your kid's sad. Deal with it. Stuff happens. You got to move on. Get for keep moving forward, right? And it's not coming from a bad place. Like that approach is probably what was taught to you, and probably what you've kind of taken on as a high achieving guy. Like, yeah, just deal with it, right? Just don't worry about those emotions and just kind of shut them down, right? The the reason why you're taking that approach and why you espouse it and why you're teaching it and why I used to really take this approach a lot too, is it does work well in a lot of areas like work, sports, school. You know, if you get caught up in emotions or overly emotional, this is what a lot of guys are afraid of is if they start letting emotions be there, they're going to be like too much for them. Um, maybe they've seen parents or other people get too caught up in emotions. And so it's, it's scary for them uh, to think they could go there too. Um, but there is some truth to it that if you get like overly emotional, like at work, if you're giving a presentation, you just break down and start crying. Um, yeah, maybe that won't lead to getting a promotion or you're so anxious that you can't talk to a client, right? Yeah. You know, that probably will cause some issues. And so a lot of us go too far though. And we're just kind of like, okay, I'm just, I'm just not going to even have emotions, <laughs> And so 
again, you can be pretty productive and pretty effective and you can get a lot done, especially if you're in a field where it's a lot more logical and procedural. Yeah. I work with, uh, with doctors and, um, you know, surgeons, which a lot of that is just, just up here, right? You don't want to get too emotional with that. It's very technical and you want to be there, right? So it serves you well at work. Businessmen, you know, they, uh, business owners, that that is a little bit more of an emotional thing, but you know, you, again, you can't get too caught up in it. You can't get like so disappointed that you stop working or, you know, so excited that you invest in something crazy and blow all your money. Right. So, you know, you do have to kind of have a level head. Um, but what, again, what can happen is you can just shut it down too much and now you don't really understand your own emotions. And so then it's hard to relate to the emotions of others. So to kind of test yourself on this, I want you to just answer this question. What emotions did you have today? How many emotions can you name that you had today? So for me, there were moments today I felt disappointed. There were moments today I felt loved. There were moments today that I felt uh, pressure. There were moments today that I felt excited. There were moments today when I felt um, sad. There were moments when I felt uh, even depressed. There were moments when I felt excited and energized and motivated. So I probably couldn't have done that even like a few months ago, just like name that many emotions. But if you're, if you're like, Oh, I felt fine today. Or I felt good. You're probably, you're like most guys, but what that says is you, you don't really know what's going on with you emotionally. Okay. And so if you can't really name any, or you can name like, Oh, I was fine. Or I was mad one time. Um, it's going to be hard for you to have empathy because to feel with someone, you sort of need to know how it feels in yourself too. So if you don't know how it feels in yourself, it's going to be hard for you to relate to your wife saying, oh man, that made me feel really anxious. And you just don't have a um, reference point for what it feels like to feel anxious. Okay. Even though you probably feel anxiety, you just don't tune into it. You don't really notice it. So what, what do you need to do? So you want to start noticing your own emotions. All right. So I really strongly recommend an app called How We Feel, developed by some guys over at Yale um, it's outstanding. Just really good. So you, you just, you can set it to remind you to check in with your feelings a couple of times a day. And then there's just, you can have four quadrants, high energy, pleasant, high energy, unpleasant, low energy, pleasant, low energy, unpleasant. You kind of click into that. And then you choose from like this big wide array of emotions. And when you click on it, it kind of explains, okay, here's what disappointed means versus sad. You know, what is the difference between those two? And then you can start clicking through and understanding it and noticing it has you kind of track too. Okay. Where was I, what was happening and kind of take some notes about it. So really powerful, um, really powerful app, really powerful way to start building your own emotional vocabulary, your own emotional intelligence. Um, so as you do this, you, you're going to start to see that you experience a lot of emotions in a day and they're not all the same. You know, you're going to have a range. So like in the app, you know, is for example, relaxed, chill and comfortable. We're all separate emotions, disengaged, fatigued, apathetic. We're all separate emotions. So what's the difference between those? And so honestly, like I'm not the expert here. I'm, I'm learning, you know, through this app a lot, what my own emotions are. So I wouldn't be able to tell you what those are, but I'm looking forward to going into the app and understanding the difference between, you know, some of those. So 
you know, as you notice your own emotions, you're going to be able to spot them in others, see them, but also know how that feels. Oh, I know how it feels to feel fatigued. I know how it feels to feel apathetic. I know how it feels to feel sad, right? I, I, I think it's helpful to kind of pare it down to core emotions at first. Like, oh, I felt sad or I felt happy or I felt angry. Um, I felt anxious. Those are kind of the core ones that we can feel disgust. But again, this app's really good. So once you get better at acknowledging your own feelings, okay, that's when you're going to try to step into the shoes of your wife, of your wife and others like your kids. Um, so the thing is, even if you don't agree with their perceptions or ideas, if you believe those ideas, how would you feel? So there's a, a really funny video called "It's Not About the Nail." If you haven't seen it, look it up. It's it's funny, but you know, the the wife has a nail in her head, and she's like, "Oh, I have all this pressure. I have you know, my sweater keeps snagging when I put it on. <laughs> it's it's funny stuff." And the guy's like, "Yeah, you got a nail in your head. Maybe you should take that out." And she's just like, "You don't listen. You don't care." And then finally the guy's like, oh, that must be really hard. And she's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> you know, because that is what she's looking for. Okay. She's looking for you to, to understand. So you don't always have to fix it, first of all. Um, but also sometimes it can be, so your wife can come to you and say stuff like, oh yeah, you know, the kids, they just never listen. They like you better than me. Just something that you really don't agree with. Um, but you're going to get a lot farther if you just try to step into her shoes a little bit first, right? Just try to say, man, yeah, that would, that would feel bad to feel like kids listen to me more than you. Um, but don't just say it, really try to get into it really try to try to feel what that would feel like. So again, kind of like I started the episode, there's this, just this noticeable shift that I can see in guys and that I can feel in myself and I can kind of feel with them too, where, you know, they kind of get it. They kind of get what's going on with their wife. They kind of understand, oh yeah, you know, that must feel really lonely to have a husband that doesn't really listen. Um, that's probably, that was probably really hurtful when I, you know, didn't show up to her, you know, her birthday when I didn't get her birthday present. I probably did feel, she probably felt really lonely. She probably felt really rejected in that moment. You know, they, they soften. You can, you can sense it. You can feel it. Uh, you can probably hear it in my voice a little bit that there's a difference, right? When you genuinely feel that versus when you're just saying, oh yeah, that probably made you feel sad. Like you're, you know, Siri or something, right? You're, this is a spiritual experience. I really believe that it's a spiritual experience of empathy. So pray for help, right? Learn your emotions and just like really try to get into her experience. This, that is what your wife's looking for when she says, yeah, I just want you to listen. It's not just that, you know, she would love for you to really get it, really kind of understand, really soften and see, wow. Yeah, that would be difficult and just be with her in it and, you know, feel with her, be with her, feel that emotion with her. Okay. That's powerful. Okay. And that's what empathy is. So, sometimes it can be kind of hard with your wife. Like you might be harboring a lot of resentment towards her for all kinds of things. Um, you know, in the program, we work a lot with that and you know, what helps you become less resentful and that kind of thing. But if it's kind of hard to do with your wife, you know, just think, you know, how do you feel when you see a child hurting, like an animal hurting, 
right? You know, that's the softening you're looking for like, oh man, yeah, that's got to hurt, right? Um, and then it makes you want to kind of comfort that child or comfort that person. So again, if you kind of, it's hard to picture with your wife right now, just picture, oh yeah, I do kind of feel that softening if I saw, you know, a, a kid hurt or that kind of thing. Um, yeah. And man, if it's hard for you to even do that, then your emotions are probably really shut down. And so it's, it's time to start tuning in to your emotions a little bit more and maybe like look to some of your past experiences too, and how those might be affecting you. So the reason this works and the reason this, this works to develop empathy and really deepen the emotional intimacy in your marriage is as your wife sees that your emotional intelligence is growing and that you're taking the time to get into her shoes and really feel with her again, like that's what empathy is about feeling with her, being with her in that emotion, man, I, I tell you, she's going to feel so much safer and so much more open to share with you. I see this every day in the program when guys can really do this, man, it opens up miracles in the level of intimacy that happens in their marriages. Um, the other thing that's cool is you'll, you'll start becoming a lot less judgmental of other people's emotions um, and less judgmental of yourself as you just start letting your own feelings be there instead of judging them. Yeah, I do feel sad sometimes. Yeah, I do feel anxious. Sometimes I do feel inadequate. Sometimes I do feel sad, right? That's okay. You know, so when you're okay with feeling those things, it's easier for you to let other people feel those too, right? So again, this is the key to emotional intimacy. Intimacy, knowing and being known. So to be known in your emotions, you have to know your own emotions, right? And to know hers, right? It helps to know your own so you can relate to hers. Okay. All right. So skills you need is, again, I believe this is a spiritual practice of empathy, really being able to get into someone's experience. Well, that's what Jesus did for us. You know, he came down so he could understand everything we go through and really be able to say, yeah, I get it. I've been there. Um, there's the campaign going on right now. He gets us. Um, there's something powerful about that when someone really understands us. And so, you know, we can channel that through God and develop this skill. Uh, it takes mental strength to be able to kind of put aside your own thoughts and opinions and try to get into your wives. It takes emotional strength and maturity. That's probably the biggest thing here. Uh, communication skills, being able to listen well, reflect well. But again, it's not so much saying the right words. The right words sort of come when you're genuinely feeling with that person, when you're like spiritually in tune with that person. Okay. So Come and join us in Strong Men, Strong Marriages. We'll we'll teach you how to do this. We'll, we'll build these skills together. We'll grow these these strengths and skills, and um, yeah, create stronger marriages across the world. That's what we're doing. We'd love to have you be part of it. So come uh, visit strongmen.io or visit the link in the show notes, and uh, yeah, you'll fill out an application, and uh, we'll get going and help you create this uh, marriage that you're looking for. So. All right, man, stay strong and we will see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.